0: Xilian shouted. Chirong, you shut your mouth. Lanchenjo turned his head angrily. Why does he have to shut up? Because what he said is the truth? In that gilded banquet, you and An Le both struck. One killed my entire family, and the other finished the blow to my father. You're all lying to me. Xilian responded hurriedly. Don't listen to. But Chirong cut in. Of course, it's all a lie. You're so stupid. If not you, then who else do we deceive? If not for some rando spoiling our plans, Shanle would have already taken your f- life at the age of 12, instead of giving you the luxury to grow up and ascend. 12, Longchenjo repeated. The biggest thing that happened when he was 12 was the kidnapping, where he was saved by Shilian. He demanded. That year, the magas who broke into the palace to kidnap me were sent by the people of Shanle? Duh, Chirong Rong clicked his tongue. Did you think that any ordinary assassins can just kidnap the crown prince from hundreds of royal guards? Please, I was the one who helped Anle on that. Lang Chen nodded. Helped? Good. I understand. So my friends are all fake. The people of Chanhandler never cared for our amity your prince Anle never possessed good intentions and instead came for our lives he turned to Shilian so everything you told me was false too Chirong pretended to look surprised come 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 hurry and let me hear what my saintly cousin told you Langchencho ignored him and continued to address Shilian you said that young An and Chanler were but one nation at their roots. Whatever conflicts the royals had with each other had nothing to do with civilians. Both sides used to be one family, and under our generation's rule, there could be changes for the better. As long as the people were happy, it didn't matter what the royal house was named, and both sides could let go of their grudge and unite in time. All that was false, all nonsense, bullshit, lies. This is what Shilin really didn't want to hear. He cried immediately. No, it's not false. Think, under your rule, weren't there real changes? Langchenjo closed his mouth, holding his breath. Shilin continued. Didn't you do really well? Didn't the remnant citizens of Shunle integrate peacefully with the people of Yongan? There were fewer and fewer conflicts and riots. So how could any of it be false? There was a moment of silence and tears rolled down Lang Chen cheeks. But but what about my parents? Yang An and Shanle uniting was their greatest wish. That's why they granted the princely title An Le, to the last of your royal bloodline. Their wish came true, but what of their end? Chirong clicked his tongue. What a whiny cry baby. Just like my saintly cousin. Once upon a time, you came crying for your old man, old hag. I haven't even harassed your ancestors for my old man and old hag. Fucking uniting young An and Shanla was their wish. What pretty words, Anla, Anla. Settle first, joy after. You think that I can't tell that it means you, young An dogs, want to walk all over the heads of Shanla for the rest of our lives. Shielian yelled angrily, Chirong, stop your madness. Chencha, on the other hand, glared at Chirong, tears still falling from his eyes. You're the mastermind behind the massacre of my clan, and you're part of the plot behind the Gilded Banquet too? Chirong snickered, Yes, I'm part of it. Anla was part of it too. And your master? Us three people of Shanla all had our part, he laughed. Suddenly, through his laugh, Lanchencho's longsword abruptly swung down and struck. Chirang yelped, and his person was sliced in two. It was an exceedingly gory scene. Both halves of his body were rolling around on the ground, and his upper body cried. It doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt one bit. Compared to that punch from cousin crown prince, you're nothing. He laughed again. Lang Chen Xio didn't say a word, grabbed him by the head and picked it up. Qi Rong was still spouting insults, but Shilian had noticed something off with Lang Chen Shou's expression. He said hurriedly, Qi stop talking if you value your life. Xi Lian had always treated others with kind respect. Yet Qi Rong was someone that couldn't be faced normally. He knew this, so every time he faced him, Lin didn't want to be polite at all and unconsciously became rude himself. Langchencho dragged Chirong's upper body and came to the giant, boiling, bubbling cauldron. Do you really use this cauldron to cook humans? Having been dragged around, Chirong's bloodied carcass drew a thick trail of blood on the ground. Yeah, so, he said. Without another word, Lang Chen Cho let go of his hold. It was hard to discern whether Chirong was screaming or laughing, and the moment he was dropped into that cauldron, his flesh was instantly burnt and boiled to mush. Shilian had not expected this development. His pupils shrank, and he blurted out, Chen Chou! Chen Cho! Lang Chen Cho responded sharply. What? How many people? Has the green ghost Chirong eaten? We can't teach him what it feels like to be cooked. He's the enemy that murdered my clan. Am I not allowed to make him suffer? Of course he could, so Xie Lin couldn't say anything. And he also had no right to say anything. Yet no matter as the crown prince of a mortal kingdom or the martial god of the east of heaven, Lang Chen Cho had never done a thing such as this. He had always been straightforward in fights and had never used any cruelty. The actions were far from the Lungchencho that Shilin knew. After being thrown into the boiling water, a while later, when Xirong was fished up, his body no longer retained a human shape. It instead resembled a melted lump of skin and flesh, bones poking out in some areas, terrifying to behold yet he seemed quite pleased and was still guffawing. Congratulations, cousin. Look at your good disciple. His wings have hardened. He's cruel and knows how to torture now. Langchencha released his hold again, and Shirang was once again submerged into the bubbling cauldron. This time, when he was dropped, it seemed that even his bones were dissolved by the boiling liquid. Shirang didn't float up again, and only remnants of some green cloth emerged on the surface. After a while, having still not seen his shadow, Shilin couldn't help but call out, Chirong. His younger cousin, who once upon a time couldn't shut up about his cousin, the crown prince, had idolized him and praised him for everything he did. However, after the fall of Shenlo, he had turned into a complete madman. He led the burning of Shirlian's temples, the desecration of his palaces and commissioned the kneeling crown prince statues everywhere, affixing them as thresholds. To make Shirlian suffer, he could do anything. Shirlian had done his best to put up with that behaviour, and if it involved others, he'd do his best to obstruct. Until finally, when he could no longer tolerate it, he could only keep away and practice out of sight, out of mind. Afterwards, they'd lost touch for many years, and Shirlian thought that Shirong had passed away. Who knew that after so long, he would suddenly meet a figure of the past and see that face that so resembled his own. He really couldn't tell whether there were any feelings of nostalgia or remorse. After all, the only ones left from the royal house of Shanluh with the two of them, but they hadn't even seen each other for that long, before he died before him, and he was even cruelly killed by Lang Chen Cho, who couldn't even use wooden rods to punish. So much had happened in such a short period of time, Shilin hadn't even sorted out the thoughts in his head, and his heart was a mess. Lang Chen Cho stood next to the cauldron, with his head lowered, unspeaking. Just then, Hua Cheng spoke up. He didn't die. Lang Chen raised his head to look at him. Hua Cheng continued, You don't think that this is actually revenge? You only killed one of his many clones. If you really want to exterminate him completely, you need to find his ashes. Thanks for reminding me, Lang Chen Chou said coldly. I will definitely capture him with my own hands and use his ashes to pay respects to my esteemed mother and father. When that happens, I will come and tie things up with you. Gosha, don't you dare think about running away. As he ended his words, he gripped his long sword and struck, slashing the cauldron and turned abruptly to walk away. Boiling water spilled from the cauldron and liquid filled with slivers of bones poured onto the ground. Shelin wanted to chase after him, but he knew that it wouldn't be of any use. He stopped in his step, standing still, unable to speak. Hua Chang approached him. He just found out the truth, so it's better to let him be by himself and cool down. Shelin was dumbfounded. Why must he know the truth? Was the truth really that important? Very important, Hua Chang replied. He needed to know what was done by you and what wasn't and why you had to do what you did. Xie Lin whipped around in a fit and said coldly, What's the use of knowing everything so clearly? Would I be any more blameless if I killed less people? Would things be less difficult? Hua Chang didn't respond. A burst of anger rolled up from Xie Lin's chest and he didn't even know who to be mad at? He blurted out. And what shitty hardship have I experienced? His Majesty the King Father had always wanted to integrate the two clans. Did I not kill him? Prince Anler was the last to my father's bloodline. Did I not kill him? No matter what, it's all my fault. So if all the blame goes to me, then what's wrong with that? What's there to be afraid of? Whatever comes at me, I can't die anyway. I did this. I bring misfortune, and now I've brought it to Prince Anle, to Chirong, and to everyone in Shanle. Is it not better to hate one instead of all? Must he think that everything I taught him was false and nothing more than empty bullshit? Hua Chang watched him quietly and didn't argue. The two stared at each other, and suddenly Shielin covered his face with his hands. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sun I've gone mad. I'm sorry. It's nothing. It's my fault, Hua Cheng said. No, you're not at fault. This is my problem. Shielin slumped to the ground, holding his head. What a mess. What a disastrous mess. After a moment, Hua Chang sat down next to him. You weren't wrong. Xi Lin held his head and said nothing. Hua Chang continued. The young An King was killed to protect the remaining people of Xion Le. Prince An Le was killed to prevent the two clans from fighting. In the end, to die at the hands of Lang Chen Cho, the murderer faced justice. Three lives... Exchanged for centuries of peace. It's worth it. If it was me, I would have done the same. Listen to me. His voice was firm with no room for doubt. You weren't wrong. No one could have done it better than you. Shailen was quiet. After some time, he finally said, I just don't think it's right. He slowly lifted his head. I just don't think It's right for someone to have been kind, but still receive a bad end. I don't think it should have ended up this way. Even if it's fake, I wanted Chen Cho to remember that his benevolence to Shanle would be reciprocated. Doing the right thing will open endless paths. Not like now, where he thinks everything I told him, everything he believed in, were all false, lies, deception that everything was goddamn bullshit. I just... He raised his right hand and said while looking at it, I don't want to see anyone go through what I've gone through. huachang Chang listened silently. Shilin felt self-conscious about the vulgar words he had used and apologized again. I'm sorry, but look how incredibly silly things are in this world. The first few generations of Yang an rule were filled with violence and cruelty, but no one died tragically. When it came to Lang Chen-chou's parents, all they wanted was to do some good, to do something great, but it ended the way it did. The king of Yang an honoured him as a guo and treated him with the utmost respect for five years. Even at the end of his life, he passed on without any signs of that trust dispersing. Shilin's eyes looked far ahead, unfocused. He whispered, I really can't forget the look on his face when my sword penetrated him. Hua Cheng said softly, Forget about it. That was Qirong and Prince An Le's fault. Shilin shook his head and buried it between his knees, his voice exhausted and everything was going just fine, too. When Chencho's father first ascended the throne, his first rule was to break the culture of oppressing the people of Shanle. The people of Shanle and the people of Yang'an finally experienced peace amongst each other for the first time. There were finally winds of change, finally signs of integration, and finally hope for leaving conflict behind. But Prince Anlur had to pick that time to wash the gilded banquet with blood. That night, when he escaped and found Prince Anlur, he was originally going to warn him never to stir up trouble again. Yet, after the last descendant of his royal house discovered his true identity, he excitedly grabbed hold of him and asked him to join his grand scheme of revenge and the recovery. Of their kingdom. His eyes were so red with passion and his voice so high with excitement that it made one's hair stand on end. He first swore to spill blood at the gilded banquet, then annihilate Lang Chen Cho and then cause havoc in Yong'an. They would do this even at the cost of destroying the growing amity amongst the two peoples, and at the cost of all the lives that remained from Shanda. As long as they could drag all of Young An, royalty and commoners alike, to the depths of hell, they would not hesitate. But in the end, what was killed was killed, what was murdered was murdered. However compelling the reason, the truth was that he killed with his own hands an honourable king who had truly wanted to eradicate discrimination and the last blood descendant of his family in the world. So he deserved all the blame.